Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. During the Great Tribulation, numerous judgments of God will fall on the earth, but even then, mankind will not repent. Jesus spoke about this in Matthew chapter 24. Today, we learn what's ahead for a world that has rejected Jesus. From the Moody Church in Chicago, this is Running to Win with Dr. Erwin Lutzer, whose clear teaching helps us make it across the finish line. Today, Erwin Lutzer continues a series on The King is Coming, Preparing to Meet Jesus. Now, more of a message focusing on that time when the king judges those left behind. You know, God is never out of ideas. Listen to this from Revelation chapter 14, verse 6. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. An angel flies with an eternal gospel to every nation, tribe, language, and people, and he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come and worship him who made heaven and earth and the sea and the springs of water. If God wants to evangelize the world, if the gospel is going to go to every nation, he can even use an angel to do it. We haven't done it as a church. There are many Christians in all the countries of the world, but not that many. And there are huge countries where very few have heard the gospel. God may use even an angel to proclaim it to them. And if an angel proclaims it to them, you can be sure that they would listen. Imagine an angel flying over a nation and saying with a loud voice, this is the gospel. Is it any wonder that many many do believe. Jesus said this gospel of the kingdom must be spread throughout all the world as a testimony to all nations. Then the end shall come. Wow. Now we get into uh, some other matters that I hope to make clear to you. You still with me there out there? Any, anybody's with me? I know that this can get a little complicated, but as you listen to this series, and we are like taking pieces of a puzzle and putting it together, it will make sense. I think I can promise that to you. Not with the same kind of promise that God gives us eternal life, but I think we can see our way clear as to how this might fit together. Now Jesus said this in verse 15, So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. What is Jesus talking about here? The abomination of desolation. I want you to accept this scenario for now without me taking a lot of time to prove it. And that is that in Daniel chapter 9, you have a man who is known as the prince who shall come who clearly seems to be the Antichrist. He makes a covenant with Israel that apparently guarantees their peace. At last, we have somebody who can step into the Middle East and who can say to Israel, 
War is over because I have enough power to guarantee your existence. So during that period of time, there is a period of relative peace. Nations begin to come together, and because of his power, there is some stability in the world. During this period of time, there is so much stability that even the temple in Jerusalem is rebuilt. Now, if you ask me the question, how can there possibly be a temple in Jerusalem when the Dome of the Rock is standing right there? How can there be a temple next to it? Well, my answer is that the message that I will give next time may give a plausible explanation to that. But now let's look at the text. What is the abomination that makes desolate? Well, we discover that in the middle of the tribulation period, the Antichrist finally shows his true colors. He goes to Jerusalem. He goes into that temple. He proclaims himself to be God. An image is set up in the temple that everybody is supposed to worship. It's really a living image, an image that comes to life. And people all over the world, as we shall see, wander and say to themselves, look at what this beast has done. And they begin to worship him. And that is the abomination of desolation. That is the ultimate insult to God that for a little while Satan has what he's always wanted, namely to duplicate God. And now he receives the worship of a great deal of the percentage of the people living on the earth. Some don't. Many do, and at last Satan has his place right in the sanctuary of God. That's what Jesus means when he says the abomination of desolation in the holy place. The temple evidently has been rebuilt. And Paul seems to confirm that in 2 Thessalonians where he says that the Antichrist goes into the temple and proclaims himself to be God. So here we have this abomination of desolation, the ultimate sacrilege. Now Jesus goes on and he says, when this happens, flee. He says, um, verse 16, let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let the one who is on the housetop not go down to take what is in his house. Let the one who is in the field not turn back to take his cloak. Alas, for women who are pregnant and for those who are nursing infants in those days, Pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be, and here's the phrase now, great tribulation such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now and no, never will be. What's Jesus saying? He is saying that when Antichrist does that, ground zero of the Holocaust that is about to begin is going to be Jerusalem. Get out of Jerusalem. That's where the persecution is going to be of Antichrist. That's where the judgments are going to be headed. Flee and do it as quickly as you possibly can. You say, well, if they do it, uh, how are they going to live in the mountains? You know, don't even take any cloak with you or a coat or don't get your suit. In the book of Revelation chapter 12, 
There's a very interesting story about Israel. Israel is likened unto a woman. And the Bible says that God takes that woman and takes her to the mountains and guards her and keeps her. God, in some sense, will protect Jewish believers during this period of time and perhaps protecting many members of the Jewish nation as they flee Jerusalem for the hills because the Bible says there in Revelation 12 that he'll do it for three and a half years. And so they are to flee. Pray that your flight not be in winter. Pray it not be on the Sabbath. Because, you see, sacrifices will have begun at this temple, which, incidentally, the Antichrist is going to stop because now there don't have to be any sacrifices. He is God. And uh, it could be that many Jews who are committed to Judaism because they believe that you shouldn't travel on a Sabbath's day will create a great deal of hindrance for those who want to flee the city. Now, it is during this period of time that you can take all of the judgments of the book of Revelation and you can put them right here during this three-and-a-half-year period. All of the things that you read about all happen, as far as we know, during this period of time. That's why Jesus says so clearly, he says that there will be tribulation such as never been in the world and will never be again. And if those days had not been cut short, no human being would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. You see, God needs people to go into the millennial kingdom in their earthly bodies. God wants to have people who are saved to the end of time rather than dying. And so the tribulation is cut short because if not, you read Revelation and you're not surprised when Jesus said no human being would be saved unless God intervened. And then Jesus said, if someone says to you, look, here's Christ. No, there he is. Jesus said, don't believe it. Why do you think there is another emphasis here on false Christs? Well, here's Antichrist who proclaims himself to be God, and uh, he has all kinds of emissaries who are running around saying, uh, he is God there in the temple, but I'm his Christ. And Jesus said, don't believe it. I love this. He says, if somebody says, well, he's here in the wilderness, don't even go out. If they say, look, he's in an inner room, don't believe it. Because this time when Jesus comes, you won't have to look for him. He's coming to you. Notice what the text says. Verse 27, For as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. Verse 29, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man and all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to another. Four winds means north, east, south, and west from all the different areas of the world. It takes your breath away, doesn't it? 
And you know, my friend, this is Pastor Lutzer. We here at Running to Win are committed to getting the gospel of Jesus Christ to all the corners of the earth. We want to thank you so much for helping us. Perhaps you've heard me emphasize that Running to Win is now in English, Arabic, Spanish, Romanian, Russian, and Portuguese. I'm holding in my hands a letter from a Spanish listener who says, Thank you so much for these teachings which are enriching me and helping me to grow in the light of God's Word. Thank you for translating your teaching into Spanish, which is my first language. Would you consider helping us? Would you consider becoming an endurance partner and at least check out some info? Here is what you can do. Go to OfferRTW.com. That's OfferRTW.com. Of course, OfferRTW is all one word. When you're there, you click on the Endurance Partner button. Let me give that to you again. OfferRTW.com. Click on the Endurance Partner button or call us at one 800 215-5001. That was Erwin Lutzer with more of The King Judges Those Left Behind, the fifth in a 10-part series of messages on The King is Coming. Next time, how all the false Christs will scatter like dust in the wind when the real Jesus returns like lightning flashing from east to west. This series can be yours on CD as our thank you for your gift of any amount to support Running to Win. For information, call us toll-free at 1-800-215-5001. That's 1-800-215-5001. Online, go to OfferRTW.com. That's OfferRTW.com. Or write to Running to Win, Moody Church, 1635 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60614. Running to Win is a ministry of the Moody Church.